1: Hey, what's up, you guys? Before we get into this week's episode, I have a very special announcement. So, on September 17th, 2021, we're going to be hosting our first ever live podcast right here in dallas texas this is definitely an event you do not want to miss we're going to have a lot of dope people in the audience and we're going to be joined by special guest aisha selden so if you don't know who Aisha is she's an amazing real estate investor and entrepreneur and she's coming out to dallas to drop a whole bunch of gems for you guys so definitely 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 make sure you click the link to get your tickets and please remember you guys we only have 30 in-person seats available and they are selling out fast so if you definitely want to be in that live audience make sure you go ahead and get your tickets asap and if you can't make it out to Dallas then don't worry we have virtual seats available as well and those are limited to you guys to 100 seats so definitely make sure you click that link and grab your tickets today before they sell out and we can't wait to see you guys there
2: What's up? What's up? Welcome back to the greatest show on earth, the Millionaire Mindset Podcast. I am your host Xavier, sitting in with the wonderful Deanna. What's good, D?
1: What's up, Zay? Thank you for that introduction. You know, back from a uh, weeks long celebrations for your birthday, but it's good to be back in the studio. It's great to be
2: back. I'm feeling good, man. 28. Feel like a um, feel like a new man. R- ready to yes, hit new levels, you know. So <laughs> I'm super excited. And today, just get, uh, before we start, I would just want to boss everybody. So please uh, like, comment, subscribe leave a review, leave a rating. We're we trying to get to uh, 10, 10K subscribers on our new YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. So make sure y'all subscribe, do all those good things because we definitely, definitely appreciate it. Uh, getting right into the show. But before, before we start, Deanna, she's going to go into our... Uh, our first sponsor of the show
1: yes sir so this week's sponsor as you guys already know is going to be commando athletics our guy eric is having a six-week challenge out there for those of you who want to go ahead and get your body right so this challenge is going to start on september 13th and it's going to last all the way till october 23rd this challenge the unique thing about it is it's home-based or in gym so you know you can be really flexible with it you can do it however you want to and it also comes with nutrition plans and 24-hour access to your coach So that is more than enough support to help you reach your goals throughout this six-week challenge. And then the best thing about this challenge is there is a $1,000 cash prize. So if you come to the challenge, you know you do what you got to do, you show out and you get those results, you have an opportunity to take home a thousand dollars and yep. who doesn't want free money? To work out. <laughs> exactly. So you guys make sure you go over to www.commandoathletics.com, Sign up for Eric's challenge. Get in the win- get in the race to win that one thousand dollar prize and get your body right.
2: Yep. And the link is in the description. So if you're on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, you're on YouTube, whatever you tuning in to this on, the link is in the description. So go to that link right now. You're really trying to get fit, get your, get your body right. Mm -hmm. So, uh, getting right into the show. So today on today's show, we got a very, very special guest. You know, she's a young 19 year old stock trader, stock investor. That's killing it. And I've seen all the things she's doing. I'm like, let's do it. You know, she reached out to us. (laughs) I checked her out. I'm like, oh man, I said, she, she going crazy. Like we (laughs) got to make this happen. So we super excited to have her on the show. Her name is Kelly OG. So Kelly, welcome to the show. We're glad to have you here.
1: Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm yeah. excited to be here. Yeah. Like, I'm really excited. <laughs> it's gonna be a great episode. I can feel the energy yeah, already. Right. Yeah, yeah. Good gonna...
2: energy, good energy. But getting right into it. So for the people who may not be familiar with you, they might have been under a rock. They might have never seen you. Do you mind just giving like a background on yourself, like where are you from? Just telling telling the people about yourself.
3: No, of course. Um, I am Nigerian, right? But I live and was born and grew up in America, and I would say, personally, I'm 19. (laughs) I'm sorry, my family always makes fun of me because I say this all the time. But I always tell them I'm 19 years old, which is a huge accomplishment to me. Um, Basically, what my business does is we teach you how to invest in the stock market. Um, It's called Cash Capital Investment Group. We're super profitable. We make people money for a living, so it's Mm -hmm. the greatest thing you could do on this planet. Um, We have a 95% success rate. But on top of that, On top of creating results and producing results, I also help other people expand their businesses and, you know, just consult them on what they could do better because I believe marketing is one of the hugest forms of being able to scale just any type of business, you know, whether you're selling water bottles or, you know, running a stock market group. Mm. But yeah, that's what we do. Um, This year, I believe we've made our members over $50 million and that's unrealized because not everyone reports that number to us. But... Yeah, I would say that's that's pretty much what I do is I invest oh, in the stock market. So um, I, I run the group, I trade, and I mean, I just live life. That's okay. what I, did, I do. Okay, okay. So amazing.
2: So uh, how, many, how many members in your group?
3: You know, it's such a crazy thing because... So the group started out free, and when we were free, we had 7,000 free members, but then we transitioned to paid. And when we transitioned to paid, we didn't, like, kick out the free members. Mm-hmm. Like, they can't see anything, <laughs> but we just kind of kept the group because everything was already there and we didn't want to go and rebuild it so i would say a couple thousand i would say anywhere from i would say around four thousand okay really four thousand okay
2: so yeah let's let's take it back so how did what was your introduction into stocks in the stock market because you're only 19 so like that's crazy so what was <laughs> yeah. your intru- how you get how you get involved in this
3: okay so it's a funny story basically when i was a sophomore in high school uh we had this thing called cookie friday And so you could buy $1 cookies, but it was two cookies for a dollar. And I had a really sweet tooth and I loved (laughs) cookies. So I would literally go around the entire cafeteria. It was so embarrassing. I would be like, You got a dollar? You know, like that type of thing. And, you know, a lot of people would look at me very crazy. Some people would be nice though and they'd give me the dollar, but I started to realize how embarrassing that was. Mm -hmm. And so I remember I saw my friend and she had like every time i would ask her for a dollar she had one and i just asked her one day i said how do you have so much money and she was like oh my mom told me a woman should never leave the house with less than twenty dollars and i was like "That's so great!" because at the time twenty dollars to me someone who didn't <laughs> even have a dollar that was so much and um that's when i went on youtube and i was like how to make money online and i saw a whole bunch of people were day trading and I was like, I want to day trade, you know, or whatever this is. And that's when I got introduced into stocks and the stock market. And I was bugging my sister to like make an account for me and help me be able to start trading or not. I didn't trade at that time. I was just strictly long term investing. But uh, that was my introduction to just the stock market itself.
2: Mm. So how, how old were you when you first started?
1: I think 16.
2: So you were 16. Yeah, Damn, that's that's crazy.
1: And I mean, like, out of all the things you could have did online, <laughs> right. you went for day trading. Like, What made, what made that stand out to you? Um,
3: it was really just because I saw this guy. His name was Ricky Gutierrez. I think he said he was a 21-year-old millionaire. I don't remember how old he was, but he was killing it. And so, you know, you'd see the online surveys. And so I tried those, and they would give you, like, a couple cents yeah. at a time. But for some reason, every time I searched up day in the life of a millionaire or something like that, it was always someone in the stock market. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, you know, I like numbers, stocks is where it's at, you know, that type of thing. Okay, so
2: So, go ahead, go ahead.
1: So let's go from there. So you get the stock account going, Mm -hmm. you know, now it's time for you to get started. You've been doing some research. Yeah. What did those, let's just say those first few months look like for you? Like, cause you know, for the average adult, it takes a really long time for them to figure that out. So what was that process like? So this is investing or trading? Investing. Okay, so investing, I actually
3: joined a stock market class um, when I was in high school. So this is now my junior year. And I joined mm-hmm. a stock market class. And my teacher, she was a millionaire off of stocks, which was wow. crazy. That's rare. That's, yeah. My teacher did a millionaire. That's crazy. But um, she was just like, I just teach because I get bored, you know, that type of thing. And I was like, oh, okay. Right. But basically, we had to do, like, set up a fake portfolio with, like, $15,000. It wasn't real money. I wish it was, though. And we had to invest in stocks and build it. Well, my brother had actually told me he was like, "Have you heard of the company Neo?" And I was like, "What is Neo?" And he was like, "Oh, they're Tesla's rival. They're a Chinese EV company. All this stuff." Mm-hmm. And I was looking at them, and they had IPO'd at twelve dollars, and IPO'd at nine or twelve dollars. I think when I was looking at them, though, they were around nine to eight dollars. And I was like, "This is a steal! Like, this is Tesla's rival." And at the time, Tesla was like two hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. And so you have to think in the future what's going if tesla's popular now there's going to be competition so why not invest in that competition because i always say if you're going to invest for the future invest in the future Mm -hmm. so for me neo was just a no-brainer and i was screaming to everyone in the class every five seconds like get a neo get a neo get a neo get a neo and by the time i got a neo because i was trying to tell my mom too and she you know she wasn't really into stocks because a lot of people hear the stock market and all they think of is the people that have lost money usually due to miseducation but she didn't really want to do it, so I was again bugging my sister, and then I finally got into NEO at like five dollars, and I was feeling real good. And then next month, NEO was probably worth four dollars, and then for the next like year and a half, NEO ran all the way down to one dollar. And I was just looking at my account, and I was like, I had I had two hundred dollars to to my name at that time, and it was either buy one full share of Tesla or buy fifty share. No, was it fifty? No, it was by ten shares. I think it was of Neo with fifty dollars because I didn't want to use my entire yeah. account, and so that's when I got into Neo, and it was just a downward spiral. And I was like, maybe stocks isn't nah, where it's <laughs> at. You know, that's a type of thing. <laughs> but yeah.
2: Okay. So what? Like, so how did you get that? Because that was just for buying and holding, like investing, yeah, right? Yeah, so was so for buying Where home. did the the trading part come in? There, he was like, I'm I'm going all in on this.
3: Okay. So when I was, this is last year, I was a freshman in college, so it was my first year. And I was still trying to do e-commerce. I was trying to make it work because during the summer it was really profitable for me. And I made a couple thousand, that was huge. And I was just losing all my money to e-commerce. Like I had ads that I didn't know that were still running and a lot of subscriptions and they were just draining my account. And at this time, you know, I had no source of income. I'd never had a job or anything like that. So I was just like, oh, okay. Um, But I remember during quarantine I had a friend who had posted on his Instagram. He was like, Oh, I spent $40,000 this month. And he was 19. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Oh my gosh. Like, <laughs> how is he? Like, well, first I had to think in order to spend $40,000, you have to have $40,000. Yeah, yeah. yep. You know, so him and his friends were really running it up. And I was doing some investigating because, you know, girls can investigate on Instagram. <laughs> and um, I figured out that he was doing something called options trading. So I started to look into it a little bit, but I kind of still like wasn't as interested. And then one of his friends had posted, Oh, I started with thousand dollars in January. Thank God it's July. And I just touched hundred K thanks to option. And I was like, okay, what is this thing called trading? That's making people my age, you know, so making much money. money. Yeah. And then I still didn't really get into it, but I was interested. Until I saw this video on YouTube and this guy was like, I tried options trading for a week. And his name was B Heza, I believe. And he made like $700 in that one week, which, you know, that was so much money to me. And I was like, you know what, let me try and get into options. I didn't, I still was trying to make e-commerce work because mm-hmm. I'd seen so many people saying, oh, I made 100 a month off e-commerce. Um, but eventually it was to the point I looked at my bank account and it was negative, you know, like, Bank of America had texted me, and they were like, your account is below $25. And I was like, what? And so, like, Shopify had come and taken all their subscriptions, and it drained my account. And oh. so I went on Robinhood, and I had $50 sitting in Robinhood. And I didn't know how to take it out because, you know, I was I was holding all my stock. So I didn't know how to take the $50 out and send it to my bank account. And then I was like, okay, well, if I send it to my bank account, it's just going to pay off the negative balance, you know? Mm-hmm. So I was like, I'm going to figure out how to trade. And so I spent hours. I mean, I was not sleeping for the next couple of days just trying to learn how to trade. And then when Monday came around, I got into a play, and it was $26. And then by Wednesday, I my account went from $26 to $400. And then two weeks later, it went from $26 to $3,000. So that's when I was like holy crap, like, options is so profitable. When I was telling all my friends, you know, I, I started posting on Instagram. I was like, you guys need to do this. Like, it's crazy, you know? Mm. And I usually was the type of person that would gatekeep information. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, at the time when, when like, I had no money, I was like, you know what? I'm not even going to focus on money. I'm not going to chase money because I believe if you chase money, it runs from you. So I started reading a whole bunch of books. And, and one book was, was a Gary Vee book. I totally forgot the name. But I even told myself yesterday, I was like, I need to email him because he had talked about how true success comes when you help people because you genuinely want to, not because you're looking for something in return. And so I was like, you know what? I'm going to stop trying to be like, oh, what is Kelly doing and hiding in secret? I'm going to just, I'm going to help everybody Mm because, you know, I believe that what you give, you will receive. And so if you are giving to people, you know, you'll receive it back. And so it's it's so crazy to see um, my success now because. That's why I said I wanted to email Gary Vee, because in the book he was talking about all the people who did that and their success. And I was like, you know, I could be one of those stories. But um yeah, and then when I got into options, so it was twenty-six to three thousand within two weeks. And then within two months, it was twenty-six to twenty-seven thousand. And then, you know, now I've had a bunch of beautiful days. In the market and it's amassed you know over a hundred thousand dollars that i've made
2: in the stock market, so. So, you just you just went over a lot of it, but i want to touch on no no that was dope that was amazing but i want to touch on uh, a couple of things the first thing mm-hmm. uh, you said before you started you were studying and yeah. i think that's a real important um note to talk uh, to touch on because a lot of people Especially today. They hear somebody's success story mm-hmm. and they quickly learn to wanna wanna, <laughs> wanna do the same thing, but they don't know, they don't know what how many hours you didn't put in to learn this shit. Like so that's that's very important to study whatever you're doing before you get involved. And secondly is like um when we found when I found out we was having you on, I tweeted. I said I got a 19-year-old stock trader coming on this week. She uh made over six figures trading in the markets. First question, everybody like, damn, that's dope, that's dope. Everybody like, how much money did she start with? How much money did she start with though? But you touched on it, the twenty six dollars, yeah. like that's crazy, like starting with twenty. 20- so that, tr- so what, um, what trade did you make with the twenty six dollars?
3: Um, it was I want to s- solo. Okay, so basically solo, um, it was an EV company. So this is right after Biden had gotten elected, right? So mm-hmm. he won the election. Oh, that was this. That
2: was earlier this year. Yeah.
3: Well, this was November 2020. Okay. 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 Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So, you okay. um, know, <laughs> <my bad. laughs> you're fine. He had won the the election or gotten elected, I believe he became the president-elect right 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 uh, yeah uh, uh, yeah so basically yeah. it was two ways with the market if trump was to win again you're looking at all social media stocks you're looking at oil stocks you know right. those types of things banks yep. and if biden was to win you're looking at energy stocks. Energy. you're looking at fuel efficient stuff you know all of that and so when i saw um basically what had happened this is when i decided to start trading actually i checked my other account which was my sister's account where i'd invested in neo and it went from that $50 investment and now it was worth over $600. So I was like, oh my gosh, you know, that's like a, I don't know, 600% return or mm-hmm. something. No, that's over a thousand. Per- I don't know. I can't do the math right <laughs> now. But um, yeah, so I was like, okay, Neo was going up. And then this other energy co- or electric vehicle company called XPev was going up. And then Tesla was, of course, doing crazy things. And so it just made sense to me. I was like, okay. What is the next EV company that I could get into? Because right now we're in a bubble, clearly, and everything's going up. So there was this company called Solo, and they had one-wheeled, one-seater, or no, I think it was three-wheeled, one-seater electric vehicles. It was the most ugliest thing I'd ever seen in my life. I knew it wasn't going to sustain, but I was like, it's only a matter of time before everyone else FOMOs, basically. And what they call this is a sympathy play. So when you missed out on all the other big ones, you try to go find the smaller ones before they pop off. And so I went and I got into Solo and it was a penny stock. It was like $3. And then within two days, you know, it caught up and it went to like $7 and then $11, which in options, you know, that's equivalent to like a 400,000, 400 is like a thousand percent return. Like, okay. So today, actually fun fact, one of my friends, he had a hundred dollars in this stock called BBIG. And it only moved two dollars today, but because that stock never moves, and the way options worked, he turned that one hundred dollars into thirteen point two thousand dollars today alone. Like that doesn't even sound real, you know? Like imagine (laughs) if you put that. That's how options work, though. Yeah, Yeah. because they work off of risk and volatility. Mm -hmm. So the riskier and the less likely it is, the more money you basically make. Whereas, you know, if you had shares, you're making two dollars per share. You know, so that's basically why, for me, Solo popped off so well, was because it never moved. And then it just so happened to be a part of this EV bubble at the time. So it was that's just crazy. a matter of time before it well, did
2: 20, $26. That's, that's crazy, yo. <laughs> so was you, at this time, was you, like, working a job or, like, what's going on? Uh,
3: no, I've, I've never had a job in my life. So... <laughs> That's why like my whole life it's just been a whole bunch of side hustles and side hustles and side hustles. Okay. Just trying to figure out different ways okay. to make money. Cause all my friends had money or they had jobs or something. Okay. And my parents wouldn't really let me get one because I was still in high school and they didn't want it to be a distraction. So I just okay. had to figure it out. Okay,
2: so <laughs> so you started, so you started making money. So what um what made you have the mindset of, okay, let me keep trading so I can keep doubling down instead of a lot of people in 19, they gonna like, they see some profits. They like, let me get that. It's
1: time to take I'm off. Finna, right, I'm finna go <laughs> have a ball. I'm finna
2: go have me a good weekend, a good month, having fun. So, like, what, what made you want to say, you know what, I'm finna see how far I could take this?
3: Okay, so whenever I saw how much my friend was making and how much his friend was making, which was, like, 20000 a day and, you know, making so much money. He he now has amassed over half a million dollars in profits. He has a G-Wagon, a Range Rover, a Honda Accord or Honda Civic, all 2021s at the age of 20, I think it's 20 or 21. I wish I could say it at the age of 21. <laughs> but um, so for me, when I first started, like I saw the money, but in my head, I was thinking of how much they made, which is the number one thing you shouldn't do. Don't ever mm-hmm. compare yourself because your journey is different. Yep. But then I also thought I was looking at the amount. So this is when I was at like a thousand or two thousand dollars. And I was like, dang, you know, to me, it felt like a lot of money. But I was like, I can't even buy, you know, two iPhones. Mm -hmm. You know, or this is someone's rent, you know, that they're paying. And so, like, what I think is a ton of money someone has to pay every month. So I have to figure out how to make even more and more and more to basically overcome that I can pay rent multiple times. So that was just my driving goal was what can I buy in the real world with this? And so I think where a lot of people mess up, too, is they make money and then they fall in love with what they can do with the money before it's even their money. So Mm -hmm. they want more and more and more. Mm -hmm. And so what happens is it shoots up and they start getting greedy. And then when it shoots down, they get scared because they're like, oh, no, you know, I wanted to buy this new pair of shoes. Now I don't know if I'll be able to. So they run with the money. But for me, it was different. Like my bank account was still very low for the longest and everything was just in Robin Hood, just trying to grow it and trying to grow it. That's crazy. I was just really big on the education. And then, of course, a lot of lessons are learned through experience. And, you know, sometimes you learn expensive lessons. You lose okay. a lot of money. I've definitely money. lost a lot of money in the market. But I've also made a lot more. So
2: so are you um, primarily uh, day trading or swing trading?
3: Swing trading. And wh- Oh, what were you saying? I was going to say, why is that? Oh, it's because. So with Robinhood, they have this thing called the bat- pattern day trader rule. So you can't day trade more than three times in a five-day period, which means you can't effectively day trade. Because if you do day trade more than three times in a five-day period, then you get banned for 90 days. So it's kind of frustrating. So for me, I had no other option but to basically swing. And then on top of that, I was getting into plays and then just waiting for them to pop off. So even if I put like $100 in a play and it made me like 105 it was just, yeah, yeah. it wasn't worth the day You're trade right. to me. Right. You know? That makes sense. That makes but sense. I also think you can make a ton more with a swing trade than a day trade.
2: I, s- yeah. I agree with that.
1: Something I want to ask you is like... First off, I'm gonna say, talking, listening to you talk, it doesn't even sound like we're talking to a 19. No, it doesn't. <laughs> like, it doesn't. That's like, that's that's, that's what all. I'm thinking of.
2: I'm like, you seem much older than 19.
1: I know, and just like the stuff you were saying you were doing at 16, like the thought process is really blowing my mind. I'm like, <laughs> no 16 year old that I knew when I was in high school was even thinking on that level. Mm-hmm. So I want you to kind of go into this because I can tell you're a real analytical person and you weigh a lot of different things before you make decisions when it comes to stocks. So like, yeah. you dive more into your process as far as like when you're making those decisions Mm. what things are you considering
3: okay so when i first started trading i was very big on fundamentals so some of the key things i'll look for um what's currently going on in the market or what's upcoming in the market so one of my biggest wins when i first started was riot blockchain so it was a bitcoin mining stock and basically i saw an article and it was this previous hedge fund manager and he was like Bitcoin is projected to go to 100K by the end of 2020, 2020, 2020 2021, 2021. That's a year we're in. Yeah. So um, <laughs> he said that and I was looking at it and I was like, I looked at Bitcoin. Bitcoin was at $16,000. So I was like, okay, if this guy's predicting it to go to 100K, it can go to 50K and you'll still make a ton of money.
0: Mm-hmm. you know. So
3: I got a long term, I got a 2022 expiration for Riot because they were a top Bitcoin mining company and I was like, I'm just going to hold it. Once Bitcoin hits 100 I'll probably be a millionaire. You know, that's mm-hmm. how I was thinking. Um, so basically, I I move based on, that's one of my fundamental ways, is just what's upcoming and what's in the news. And Riot went on to make me over $15,000, which is cool. I didn't sell. So I ended up actually selling for like $12,000. That's still a ton because I only spent $1,500 in total on Riot. I started with two ninety five, dollars and then I turned that two hundred ninety five dollars into $7,000. And then I had like another one that was like 800 or 700. I don't know, but turned that into like another 7,000, you it's know. return. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. <laughs> I don't know how I could swing. Cause me now I could never hold something for that long. Cause I usually have more money in, but, um, and then just thinking what's in the market. So right now, there's a lot of talk about vaccines and stuff. Mm-hmm. And so a lot of people have been making money on Pfizer because when you're talking about vaccines, everything vaccine related related is going to shoot up. You know, even if it's um, I know Moderna, I got like my dad's barber. I got him to start trading and he made twenty thousand dollars off Moderna wow. off of what? like a two thousand dollar <laughs> investment or one thousand dollar investment. So everything was just shooting up. Um, I think one thing people don't take into account, though, is that news can be priced in. So a lot of the times, every single stock in that sector is going to go up off of anticipation. So the rumor. And then if you saw when the FDA announced that Pfizer was a, like the actual approved vaccine, Pfizer just stayed stagnant and then ended up going down because, you know, the no news one. has come out, basically. Mm-hmm. So, um that's just one of my other reasons um and then fundamentals there's earnings rallies so basically leading up to earnings a stock usually goes up in anticipation for what's to come so that's one way that i would look at it as well Uh, i'm trying to think of some of the other fundamental ones off the top of my head but that's just some of the the ways i would do it and then um, now though i'm a lot more technical analysis because sometimes you're waiting so much on news and one thing i noticed once the market starts to break down and be really choppy, it's really hard to just focus on news. Because right. mm-hmm. sometimes there's no news, yep. you know? And so you're just kind of there waiting. But with technical analysis, it's just history repeating itself time and time again. So you can literally just predict where something's going. Like, yesterday I made $5,000 off of Roku simply just following a trend it already made in early February, March, April or something. like, And it was literally the exact same thing. And so... um, And I actually tweeted that. I tweeted that because... I was too confident about it. Like, it was too obvious. <laughs> and um, some people made money off of it. My friend made, like, 4000 I know my dad made a couple hundred off of it. I don't know if anyone else got in because they didn't tell me. But, yeah, so that's kind of how I was thinking. But I think technical analysis is so important. I don't think it's possible to be a profitable trader without technical analysis unless you're just an insider.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, that's
3: the way I just kind of see it. Or unless you just only trade when there's news and you're not, like, consistent every single day or every other day and it's okay to take a break from trading i think some people they make a lot of money and so every day you're trying to chase more and more money and sometimes it's okay to chill and just take that time to not trade but yeah i went from a lot more fundamentals and now i'm like a lot of technical analysis i really like technical analysis mm. it's fun too so,
2: so what do you in your opinion what are some of the um because we know like most traders mm-hmm. they they end up losing money especially you talk about new traders early traders so in mm-hmm. your opinion what's those biggest mistakes that these traders are making
3: i love this question <laughs> <laughs> um okay so one is fomo fomo is the biggest one FOMO is basically when you see someone made a ton of money and so you automatically want to chase what they made a ton of money in because you think you'll make a ton. But I always I always tell people if you get to the top of the mountain, what makes you think like if you keep trying to climb up, you're just going to fall. Yep.
0: like you're going to mm-hmm. be chasing
3: air and just fall down. So or even if you get to the top of a roller coaster, you know, when you get to the top, everyone's like, ah, and then it goes right <laughs> down, know, right you know? down. So everyone tries to chase and. That's like the big FOMO is I need to get into this. And you put a ton of money because you see someone made a ton of money. Mm -hmm. So you want the get rich quick scheme of things. Another one is greed, which ties into the get rich quick scheme is, you know, you can be up a ton, but because I'd say greed and comparison mixed, because because you see someone else is up a ton, you're not like, okay, well, Kelly made this much. So I want to make this much, you know, I'm, I'm on the road there. You know, one that really shocked me was back in January, or February, AMC was going crazy, right? Yep. So basically we had a bunch of people in our group. We had AMC actually on our plays of the week, which is where we have our 95% success rate. It's really a hundred percent. But, <laughs> you know, if we miss one week, I don't want people to be like, I thought it was hundred, so 95. But um, no, we're really, now that I think about it, we're really good at what we do. <laughs> <Yes>. But <laughs> yeah, so basically people spent like $26 coincidentally and we're turning it into a thousand off one contract, one play overnight. And they did not sell because they were like, oh, AMC is gonna 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 going to keep going up. up. Yep. I'm going to make up. A- and I was just like, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. you turned $26 into over a thousand and you're still holding. That is so much greed. And it's because that comparison, and it's also following the crowd. Like I, People need to zoom out and just realize this is my story. This is my plan. This is my money. I'm not spending anyone else's money. Nobody else is spending my money, you know. So if someone says they're going to hold, that's fine. You know, maybe they have the capital to risk. But if you really needed that money and you're saying, I'm going to hold because someone else is holding, you're doing yourself a a disservice. Yeah.
2: That's a fact. fact. Because even I got an AMC. I was only in for a week. It might have been less than a week. And I flipped like a 1000 to like over $6,000 in a week. And when I got out, because I was telling everybody, I'm selling it because I don't think. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And everybody was like, you tripping, it's going to a hundred dollars. I'm like, you it's I'm happening. like, I was like, I don't think I'm like, in my <laughs> opinion, I don't think so. But even if you right, I'm comfortable, I didn't expect to make no five grand off this anyway. Yeah. So this was just like a quick no. play for me. So people True. gotta stop being greedy for real. When you got when you got a W, if it's twenty percent, thirty percent, forty percent, don't be just looking at everybody else, see what they're doing. You gotta be confident enough in your place, to say now let me take my bread and get the F on, because I don't wanna I don't want to lose this. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? You can't be you can't be greedy when you it comes can't. to this shit. And
3: I think it's also crazy because my one of my admins he was he did an internship at Goldman Sachs this summer, and so he was telling me that you know he would they would like get super excited to be like my portfolio returned 11 percent this year. You know, <laughs> like over a year you made 11 percent, and if you've ever traded options, 11 percent is like two months yeah. of being in a trade. So um, I don't think people realize that if you're long-term investing, even making 10% on a portfolio is insane, you know? So you're, you're making 10% in the trade and you're still like, not even 10%, you're making like 200, 300, 400% and you're just like, I want more, you know? And, and so it's, mm-hmm. it's not okay to kind of just, you know, like stick to your plan and remember this is your account and this is your investing and this is your money. And so. You know, even if it's an extra hundred a sure. day, that hundred a day, or not a hundred a day, oh, well, you could do a hundred a day. You know, that adds up to what an extra three thousand a year, which is a lot. Of, like if I handed you three thousand dollars right now, you take it. Mm-hmm. You know, so I don't think people. I I like to always say zoom out because if you look at the bigger picture, you know, even if you make a hundred dollars a day, that's an extra three hundred. No, no, that's three, no, that's
2: three, that's 3,000 extra 3,000
3: a month. 3,000. Oh, so my bad. Yeah. So
2: that's <laughs> actually, that's actually 36,000 a year.
3: Yeah. And that's a lot, <laughs> you know, and, and with options, you can easily do something like mm-hmm. that. You can easily have a day where you make 700 and you should relax and be like, okay, I'm not going to trade for the next week, yep. you know, but people don't zoom out that way. They're just in a rush. You know, it's so crazy because today I posted how my friend went from a hundred to 13k like $100 to 13,000 within 4 hours and my phone was blowing up. It's actually blowing up right now still and I could just see the Instagram notifications <laughs> so I know they're DMing me and everyone's like, "Why? What, what? What play was this? How much do I need to put in? What do you do?" And I just wasn't responding because I was like, "Oh my gosh." Yeah, cuz the thing too, is, it's I too post late. Yeah, I, I post about options every day and people are like, uh, But then I post $100 to 13k and they they want the average numbers. Scheme, yeah. You know. And if you actually like start with a hundred dollars and you just really try and take your time to learn and grow it, you can make thirteen k. It may take you three, four, or five months, but that's you worth still it.
1: Thirteen k. That's worth know? it.
2: That's no, that's worth it. Go ahead.
1: And something, mm-hmm. um, I do got a question. Before I mm-hmm. go into that, I want to highlight that she said she's made her friends' money, her dad's money, <laughs> her, dad her barb the barber money. To barb money. <laughs> like, this girl's literally said everybody you can think of, she's made the money. And that's the dopest thing that's that dope. I that's love dope. about Salute. this story. Because it's like, when you're that's in made. a position to win... The only thing you can do is put the people around you to win. Too. Yeah, it's the only right thing to do.
2: And if you're really getting money, you suppo- that's what you're supposed what to do. That's what you're supposed to do. <laughs> that's what you're supposed to do.
1: But uh, I want you, so let's get into it. Let's get into cash capital investments. Like, mm-hmm. when did you start that? You know, tell us, what, go into it. Just Tell us all the details.
3: Okay, so when I had first started trading, I actually posted, you know, I, I was posting. Like, I would post my actual results. I would say, today I started trading. Let me update you on my week. You know, that mm-hmm. type of thing. And because I was having so much success, people were like, Kelly, what is this? What is this? Cause the garage quick scheme yeah. effect, they really wanted it. Um, and I, I mean, I was cool with it, whether you're in it for a garage quick scheme or not, you know, what you do with your money is not my business. As long mm-hmm. as you make something, that's what matters. So I was like, okay, I don't know if I'm solidified enough to really like it. post my plays or whatever, but I will teach people how to do it. So that's what I'll make the group as an actual e-learning platform. And um, I didn't realize this when my friend who had made like 40000 I, I was asking him all the time, you know, for help. And I was like, you know, do you think I'm good enough to like do a group? And he was like, Kelly, $26 to $3,000 is $260 to $30,000. Like just realize that. And that's when I was like, oh my gosh, like that's crazy. Um, but I also wanted to make sure it wasn't beginner's luck. So I actually was a part of another group and I was a moderator for them. And I was super active in the group. I was always dropping plays, you know, that type of thing. And I started to realize they weren't, like, the actual owners of the group weren't that active. Um, There was a clear hierarchy system where they felt like they were better than you. Or it seemed like that. I don't want to say that they did. Um, And then on top of that, a lot of the members would come in, and they would just drop plays. And people would be like, okay, well, I don't know what I'm doing. And so I started to realize when you're marketing this, you're marketing to people who don't know. So people Mm -hmm. come in and you have no resources to teach them. You just have get into this. And they're like, okay, well, how? Mm -hmm. And so I was like, when I make my group, I'm going to focus it on really trying to help people and having all those resources. And, you know, just all of that so that all their questions can be answered and stuff like that. So I posted on my social media. I was running it with my boy, Demichi, And um, we were just posting it and, like, going crazy with it. And I say going crazy, but we had like 50 members and we would be in the room like on FaceTime, like, yo, we just got 50 <laughs> members, you know, that type of thing. And um, I don't know, it's just crazy to me because I would teach them and like it was I literally like if you're in the group, you can search in talking to myself and you'll see me back in like early December saying I feel like I'm talking to myself because I would talk so much in the group. and You know, 50 members, maybe three will be active. Right. Yeah. And so nobody is responding to me. Um, Until one day I was like, you know, I want to go on TikTok and tell them about this, you know, because this is crazy. And so I went on TikTok and I was like, here's how I turned twenty six dollars $3,000. And I was playing Among Us with my friends. And then the group just started saying this person joined, this person. Like it was just like going crazy. (laughs) And I went to look at my TikTok and it was at 8,000 views. And this is my first TikTok ever. So I was like, what the heck? Um, And so that's when the group just started getting thousands of thousands of members. And that's when I had to start making a support team because I wanted to make sure people's questions were answered. I feel like if you're going to pay me to be able to help you, that's what I really wanna make sure I can do. Even if I can't help you individually, I still try to talk all the time in the group, answer questions. We have daily voice chats, so every single day you can come and talk to us and and ask any questions that you may have. So um, yeah, I really like it being an e-learning platform, but just coincidentally, we were blessed to be able to have such an excellent um, success rate and win rate every single week on our plays. And it's not just like, you know, a 10% gain and we're like, oh, we profited. I'm talking we're consistent 100, 200, 300% gains every week. And sometimes I can't believe it. Like I'll just be in my room like screaming because like, I see all the people in our success chat where they're posting their profits. And so to me, it's like super huge.
2: Mm. That's, no, that's, you, that's, that's that's no, that's dope <laughs> that's that's extremely dope man salute to you again for that and i want to because i seen you uh talk about this on i can't remember if it was instagram or tiktok mm-hmm. and you talked about making a thousand dollars a day at 19. oh yeah and that's that's <laughs> extremely dope to me because this is all uh, this this conversation is dope because it's all the people that they could take motivation and information from this and apply it to their lives. and you so young and doing it which is amazing so like how are you doing that
3: okay like, So whenever I do say that, it's actually strictly from trading. Okay. So, um, and I post my profits like every single day, like pretty much every single day, unless I forget, like today I forgot, but um, (laughs) I post it every day and you can literally track on my Instagram. It's like up a thousand, up 2000, up 3000, but I didn't start there. You know, I started being up a couple hundred, a couple, you know, dollars, but I still was, it was a lot to me because I had no money at the time. And so eventually I did get to the point, though, where it was consistent thousand dollar days. And that was from trying to build my account, learning a lot of lessons along the way, blowing my account, having to rebuild my account, you know, that type of stuff. But of course, it's it's from trading primarily. And then, of course, the group also pays me a very generous amount. Mm. But that's why I like to always give back. I like to do a lot of giveaways. I like to show them that they're appreciated. And I like to really put my time and effort into making sure there's improvements that they're being paid attention to. Because I don't want people to think, oh, you just took our money and ran because mm-hmm. that's what a lot of quote-unquote gurus are seen as is you pay them a ton of money and they kind of abandon you or give you, mm-hmm. you know, BS information or stuff that's outdated and, you know, stuff like that. And I don't want that because I always say it. And I think even Meech told me that. Meech is the one I started Cash Capital with the first before he went to go do No Owners, the greatest clothing brand on the planet. <laughs> Shout out to Meech. But, um, yeah, he would always be like, Kelly, I just don't get it, like, how are you okay if you were poor, if everyone else was making money? You know, cause, cause I don't know why either, but I've just always known like my purpose is to help others. And I always say, um, well, there was one thing this, I was talking to a billionaire investor once and he told me Wells Fargo isn't gonna follow you behind your hearse, you know? So I always say, you, when you die, all your money stays on earth. You know, it goes mm-hmm. to whoever it goes to, whether that's collections, whether that's family, but the impact you leave will always be remembered. You know, nobody talks about Martin Luther King's money, but they always remember what he did for America, yep. you know? So that's the type of person I want to be, even if it's not on a global scale, but really just person to person. Cause I remember my friend, we were doing job interview um, examples in my like my sophomore year of high school. And this one guy, you know, they asked him, what's a quote that means a lot to you. And he was like, you died twice. Once when you physically die. And a second time when the last person says your name. And that was so deep to me because I was like, wow, you know, I don't want the last person ever say my name. I want to be remembered forever. And so it goes with impact. So that's why I'm really big on actually producing and delivering and helping people. And if I was to lose everything today, but because someone learned a skill that I helped them learn, they're still making money. Like I'm completely fine with that. that. That's dope.
2: That's dope.
1: I just want to say real quick if y'all was ever looking for an example of a real millionaire mindset Kelly honestly is a living example like I just everything you've been saying is just so beautiful <laughs> like for you to be so young and mentally being displayed this, this space like it's super inspirational and it's just like so refreshing Thank to you hear Thank so you so much.
2: Mm, that is no that's 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 <laughs> hard. And uh, another question I had cuz I know um this is you know people always want the 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 um what's the Okay. I'm trying, I can't the even think of the word. No, 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 <laughs> But they want, they, people, the, the questions they want to ask is like the click-baity questions. They be like, oh, so how, like, how long, like the time duration from the $26 to hitting the six figures, how long was that?
3: Um. Okay, I started trading in November. I officially did it actually this month. So let's just do what quick backwards that? math. November like, is, in, is the 11th. August is the 8th nine months nine months yeah that's, that's
2: which is <laughs> actually a very short amount that's short, of time that's a short amount of time especially to start with to, to start with 26 dollars and turn that to a hundred thousand and not i don't care if it was three years that's impressive
3: no because i always think um there was one thing my sister told me and this is actually regarding relationships but it makes sense just in life in general she asked me she was like kelly when do you plan or how long do you plan to live? And I was like, you know, 100 years old, you know, (laughs) that type of thing. And um, she was like, okay, so you're 19 right now. So let's just say you're 20. And um, she just was kind of talking about, like, separating yourself from other people and taking time to work on yourself. And she said, what is, you know, maybe three, four, five years in the grand scheme of 100 or the 80 years you have left, you know? And so basically she was saying, if you take – three, four, five years away from, to just grow yourself, you can be with whoever you want to be with for 75 years. Yep. Mm -hmm. You know, and I don't think people zoom out and realize that if you just work really hard for a couple years, it sounds like a long time, but in the grand scheme of life, that's so short. Mm -hmm. You know, it's it's very short. And I, oh, go
2: ahead. No, go ahead, go ahead.
3: Oh, I was going to say, I always tell people, because they always, the first question a lot of people ask me is, how much money do you think I can make? Like, how how quickly do you think I can make money? And, um, I don't like that question because I'm like, you need to slow down because if you're looking for the same results as someone who worked really hard by doing less work, it's not going to happen. It's not you know, that's just happen. a blind wake up call. And I always tell them another thing is people look at me sometimes and they're like, oh, you make so much money and all this. And I always say, you know, you could make more because I'm sure there was someone making a ton of money when Jeff Bezos was 19. But 20 years later, he's the richest man in the world. So mm-hmm. you sometimes are looking at someone and envying someone that you don't know that in the next couple of years, you could be 10 times richer yeah, than them. And yeah. then to reverse mm-hmm. that, sometimes you look down on people because mm-hmm. you're like, oh, you don't have as much money as me. You're not doing what I'm doing. But in the next 10, 20 years, they could be doing 10 times what you're doing to, to mm-hmm. them. What you have is little,
2: you know, um, that type of thing. It's, it's all it's, it's, it's all about running your race. Also, people got to understand. Because at the yeah. end of the day, if you focus, you do what you want to do, you handle business. Time will tell. Like, it's a race. Like this mm-hmm. shit is really a marathon. Like Nipsey used to say, it's really a marathon. And people have people might get rich quick. They have their spurts and they might be going crazy. But if you keep doing what you're doing, and don't even think about as a competition, like competing with some anybody else, because you really just competing with yourself. But time will tell. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I could think about I had conversations now. Like looking back four years ago, like when I was just getting into business, seeing people that was on a certain level, and now four years later. People that like, damn, they're not there no more. <laughs> mm-hmm. They're not popping, they're not doing what they're doing to still be here. So I know another four years from now, it's gonna be the same conversation. So you always gotta, it's your race, you gotta keep going because you don't wanna fall off. And we damn sure ain't trying to fall off. Yeah, yeah. So no, yeah. no,
3: honestly, I, I'm not. Yeah. <laughs> but um no, I, I always tell people that because I always tell them, stop looking at how much I make. I can risk more because I've made more.
0: Mm-hmm. I don't want,
3: I, anytime someone says, how much did I start with, say, I always say like as little as possible only what you're willing to lose. Don't come in like, okay, I'm gonna start with five thousand dollars. Like challenge yourself and see if you can start with a hundred. Mm-hmm. Cause at that point if you turn a hundred into a thousand, now you have nine hundred dollars profit. So basically nine hundred dollars that you can lose because it was free money. That's a fact. Rather yeah. than if you start with four thousand, you know, you make two thousand and then you lose three, now you're at a negative one thousand dollar deficit. And you know, I don't want anyone at that level. I always just say focus on you. But it's super easy to compare. I always say instead of comparing use it as motivation. You yep. know, and tell yourself, okay, they did this in nine months. I want to do it in five. But even if you don't reach it in that five, look at the progress and the growth that you've had and yep. see, is this something I'm satisfied with? And usually it will be.
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
3: even if you say, you know, I want to make $10,000 this month and then you fall short, you make 5000 That's still a ton yep. of money extra that you made in the month. Mm-hmm. So it's really just kind of. Looking at it because that's what an extra sixty thousand a year. a year. You know that's that's crazy. But that's
2: that's why they say, "What's the saying? Aim for the aim for the stars." Oh,
3: shoot for the stars. Shoot for the stars.
2: That's why they say that, and that's why, in my opinion, I talk about this all the time. I say everybody should at least aim to become a millionaire because worst Mm -hmm. case scenario, let's say you hit twenty percent of that. Twenty percent of a million is two hundred thousand. The average American with two hundred thousand is a decent lifestyle. They can Mm -hmm. live okay. So that's why you have to shoot for. Re- even if you don't think you can achieve it in your mind you still have to kind of shoot for it because worst case scenario you hit 10 percent of it you still it's gonna still be in a, a pretty good, good, good and that's low that's low if you just want to live a like yeah, all right true. life you know what i'm saying that's, that's true that's decent for the average person but mm-hmm. if you're really trying to be ambitious and really go crazy obviously you want to shoot a hundred million shoot for a billion you hit ten percent of that, that's hundred million. Hundred million, you're still in a good ass position.
1: An amazing mm-hmm. position. You could live off that for the rest of your life. Exactly. You definitely could. Yeah. Something I want to ask you, which is something I know everybody out there, like we've already kind of hit on it a couple times, they want to know is, do you think there's actually a secret to trading?
3: No, I think I think the biggest secret is really just doing what works best for you. So it's the same way a lot of people with technical analysis, right? There's so many different strategies. And pretty much every single one of them work for somebody. You know, Mm -hmm. it may not work for you. Maybe there's another strategy that you find works better. Some people like using a whole lot of indicators, which is basically just different tools that you can use to kind of predict a stock's movement. Some people just like using trend lines, which is when you can tell past movement and you just keep doing the same thing over and over. You know, so I don't think there's a secret. I think it really just depends on how much time and effort are you putting into trying to get better at it. You know, you put so many years into college, which we love college, by the way. I'll never put down going <laughs> to college. But um, you put so many years into going <laughs> to college just to, you know, get a job and so many years of education. That's what from kindergarten to your bachelor's degree, that's 16 years of sc- 17 years of school. And so you put all that time into really furthering your knowledge in general and in life and to getting a good job. Why is it that after a month of trying mm-hmm. to learn something and failing you're like oh, I can't do this anymore yeah you know? if you know that it's somewhere you want to be and you see people that are achieving it that should be your main motivation of if they figured it out I have to find a way to mm-hmm. figure it out you know and that, that's how I kind of think as well just in general when I'm you know um doing any type of anything you know even with school you know a lot of people will tell me why are you in school still and you know Are you, you make all school? this money. Oh yeah I'm still in school. Oh,
2: that's what's still up school.
3: Yeah. Um I'm in my second year of college. Mm-hmm. And I'm aiming to get that four oh. Wow. <laughs> but, okay. That's a loot. Yeah, that's a loot. Yeah. So for me, it's not about the money. Money doesn't give you knowledge. You know, some of the some people who have never seen, you know, maybe ten thousand dollars, a hundred thousand dollars have so much knowledge and so much information they can give you. Cause life works off experience. It nope. doesn't work off of money. Nope. It doesn't work off of wealth. You know, so a lot of people see money as like this top tier thing when it's, the knowledge these professors are giving you or just people in general that you're interacting with when you're walking on campus or just in class. They're the ones that are really helping you in life. You know, mm-hmm. I always say influence is the number one most powerful thing on this planet because every single one of us, Our personalities are based off of who we saw someone or what we saw someone doing or who we saw talking or communicating, what we saw them, you know, liking, their passions. And so that type of thing is what ignited us is that influence. Sometimes, okay, so for me, right, I always go on YouTube and I'll search up day in the life of a millionaire because that's where I aspire to be at and more. And so I will look at it. And you see the way they live their life. You know, they wake up early, they read books, they work out all that. And so that, it starts to influence you to, okay, let me start waking up early. Let me start reading. Let me start working out because clearly it's working, you know. So I always say like, yes, with money comes a lot of experience and a lot of good things. But a lot of the greatest knowledge comes from people who may not even have, you know, 10% of what you have.
2: There's a mm-hmm. And
3: you could lose it all. And so if you not look down on someone because they don't have as much money as you And then you lose all the money you have, you know, it's going to be really embarrassing because now people start to discredit you, you you know, Mm -hmm. but that's what happens to people is they make a lot of money. You know, I saw this, this post, my friend posted the other day, he, um, made $2,000 off Airbnb, which is really good, you know, $2,000 in the month. And then he went on to say, if you're still a quote unquote broke college student in 2021, you're dumb and lazy or something. And I was like, oh my God. You could have just posted the screenshot and went on with your day and we would have been cool. But it was when he started to put other people down. And so to me, I look at that, right? As someone who $2,000 is a really bad day for me. And I look at that and I'm like, this dude, that's nothing to somebody. And so you look embarrassing to people who aren't. Because one, one thing I've learned from communicating with a lot of millionaires or just really successful people is they are super happy. And they don't yeah. wish anything bad on anyone. They don't put anyone down. You know, they really support you. And so when I see someone putting someone else down, because if you're still a broke college student, you have to understand people's times are different. People's life is different. People's priorities are different. Some people don't want money. They just want to have the education or truly chase a passion. Um, and just understand that not everyone is as fortunate as you are. Not everyone is as blessed. So rather than being like, hey... because i think like in a marketing standpoint so rather than being like if you're still a broke college student blah, blah blah you could have been like if you want to learn how to really start making money off airbnb dm me mm-hmm. and then you could just charge them like a hundred dollars you know just for the sauce and now you've created another source of income because you monetize what you're good at you know so that's why instead of putting people down and saying you can't do this
1: monetize what you're good at and help
2: them no that's a mm-hmm. fact you
1: know and so. i think people just let their egos get in the way a lot of the time yeah. when it comes to business and that's a main reason i think a lot of people fail to progress because they let their ego hold them back and prevent them from truly doing what they're supposed to do with well, y'all,
2: y'all 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 sleeping on what she said y'all y'all that's just not gonna pass me like <laughs> like i didn't catch that she's gonna say two thousand dollars for me is a bad day uh, i'm like pop your shit. i'm <laughs> like pop your shit i love it i love it i love to hear stuff like that talk your shit i love it but that's um I want to ask you, as far as companies that you're looking to invest in, because this is another thing that people always want to know. You talk mm-hmm. to people that's in the stock market. So if you if you don't mind sharing, like name some companies that you're actively um, interested in right now.
3: Oh my gosh, I would tell you my favorite stock, and I've said this for months, is Square. Because Cash App is one of the most widely known used forms of transferring payment as much as Zelle is a lot more convenient. Mm -hmm. Um, On top of that, they've integrated buying cryptos on there. They've integrated buying stocks on there. You know, it's only a matter of time before they get into trading. Their CEO is the CEO of Twitter, which is like the most, you know, carefree social network. And so I kind of just look at it like there's so many things that Square is implementing on top of, you know, you can have your own payments. You can literally use them to accept payments in your own store rather than just sending it, you know. And so I look at that, and I'm like, Square has so much potential and just where they're going. And I was saying this back when Square was at, like, the early 200s. Now it's at, like, 260 area, 270. It reached a high of, like, 280 two weeks ago. And then Square is super fun to trade because it can run 10 to $20 in a day, which can make you hundreds to thousands, you know, just off that movement. Um, I really like Roku just because streaming platforms are blowing up. Yep. And Roku in itself is the number one streaming platform at the moment. I like Apple because Apple consistently like breaks their earnings, so they're consistently making more and more and more and more and more money. And nobody's gonna. We're also attached to iPhones. Like yeah, Samsung one. could come out with a new phone that'll literally take you back to the future and we'll be like, mm, just wait till Apple does it. Apple's gonna catch up. <laughs> nah, it's still, still, right. still, <laughs> it still got
2: that green text message. Did boom. <laughs> so, got the blue is over with. <laughs> it's over with but no that's 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 extremely uh because those are all companies that we invest in as well so uh boom uh yeah I I I, I I I like that list and uh i want to ask you this because mm-hmm. get to a point where you making money like i saying you copped the lexus you caught the Porsche too right no i, I rented the okay you rented I, the I had okay. to put on
3: the photo i was like rental not <laughs> okay, mine Cause okay. I, 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 I rented a tesla for a youtube video and because my sister had to come back so she had to use my car so i rented okay. a tesla you know, for fun, and to do, use it as a YouTube video. The Tesla got a flat tire, so I had to get another car, and the Porsche just so happened to be a very great price for a Porsche, okay. so I was like, I'm gonna get it. But it didn't help that it had paper tags, so then whenever I took the pictures, everyone's like, you bought a Porsche? And I was yeah, like, not a- yet. <laughs> but, know, but,
2: but still yeah. you bought a lexus and i've seen you talk about how you bought it cash but that's all those things is extremely amazing to do that at 19 mm-hmm. but i want to talk about um like now that you're making good money to preserve inside so what's some of the things the strategies you're doing because you're making good money when it comes to trading and stuff but you the stuff that you know the, the stuff that you're doing to keep <laughs> the money that yeah. you're making
3: um i'm not gonna lie i literally just tell myself don't look at the bank account because i have an accountant (laughs) right (laughs) so at the end of every month um we will go over my expenses and that's all i need to know she'll be like oh you made this much i'm like okay that's cool how much did i spend what can i write off you know so that's um i just look at the expenses because i told myself right now there's literally not i mean lately i've been feeling a lot more like an adult because i've been having to pay for a lot of things like my tuition then i didn't know after you pay for your tuition you got to pay for access codes then i had to pay for all the furniture in my apartment and
0: mm-hmm. then
3: it's just like a whole lot of and then grown to come up here, stuff. <laughs>
2: you're a grown up now. yeah like
3: yep. to come here um i was at school and so when y'all when y'all had emailed me i booked the first flight you know and then when i had to book the flight it was um then it's like get the rental car and then it's like oh my gosh you know do so And it's like, I don't want to ever ask my parents, because I'm in such a blessed position where they've sacrificed so much for me that I don't want to be like, can you take care of it? I I can afford it, you know, so I'm Mm -hmm. going to do it. But um, for me, it's just, I told myself, there's not really much necessary expenses I need. So I'm not going to overspend unless I need it for maybe write off purposes or, you know, whatever that may be. So, you know, really, it's just, I just don't look at my bank account, and every once in a while I go look at it, and I'm like, oh, you know, like, you know, you get really excited. But I just am really big on if I do not need it, I'm not going to get it. The only things that I've been making a little bit of a stretch on, um, maybe maybe a couple of designer shoes or just shoes yeah, in know, general. We, we all we all, yeah. we all enjoy
2: those things, you know. Ain't nothing yeah, wrong. You with make that. good money. There's nothing <laughs> wrong with that. Like I literally had this conversation with my friend yesterday. We was on the phone for like four hours just talking because we both. We both like, we've growing our brands and our business tremendously. Mm-hmm. So we both make good money now. And we pretty much damn near like the same age. And she was talking about how long she was depriving herself of getting like nice, dope things. And she had to like talk herself into getting a new <laughs> condo and talk herself and get into a new car and when, when, when all those things. I'm like, literally the same shit happened with me. Like moving to Dallas, we had to, when we upgraded and got the nice place we had, yeah, we had to like, Knowing we had the money to do it, it was still like a mentally. psychology thing. Like, I had to mentally tell myself, like, yo, you deserve this. You've been working your ass off. You've been saving. You've been investing. It's like, okay. It's okay to spend some money. Like, you ain't got to penny pitch and save every damn dime. Like, it's okay to treat yourself to nice yeah. things.
3: And then, like, sometimes I think of it – I don't spend a lot, but sometimes I think of it like, well, Kelly, it's okay if you spend a $1,000 on these shoes because you'll make it back tomorrow on the market. You know how to make it back. So it's, it's crazy because when you learn the skill of trading – Spending money becomes yeah, less of point. a liability because you know that you have something that can literally pay you on your time. Yep. So I don't know, but, but th- that's just kind of how I, that's the only way, way I wear. Wow. That language right there in my mouth. just. <laughs> but, but that's the only place I'll cut corners is clothing. You know, I've tried to get a lot more business casual clothing because my family gets mad at me all the time. I wear the same jacket biker shorts and um, slides or vans. They're looking at me now. But... Um, he like, yeah, she do. <laughs> yeah. But, <laughs> but,
2: but, yeah, that's, that's investing in
3: yourself.
1: That's investing in yourself. Yeah, like, I, I
3: just... Now you can kind of see a little bit of flashy things on me. Maybe, like, like my shoes right now. There's some Giuseppes. Oh,
0: oh, okay,
2: yeah. She got some Giuseppi's on. She clean. <laughs> but, she um, clean, y'all. Y'all might not be able to see it. She clean.
3: <laughs> but, <laughs> yeah, but before that, you know, I just... I don't... I didn't wear, I didn't buy a lot of stuff. I didn't wear a lot of stuff. Now, you know, I cut corners. I make sure I get every no owner's drop except the last one. Meach, I really want that jacket. (laughs) But, but, yeah, and it's crazy to me because at school, you know, everyone that sees me, oh, Kelly, you're rich, you're rich. And I'm like, how you know? I don't even know I'm rich half the time, you know, because I don't, I've always stayed the same person. I haven't changed because of the money. I haven't spent a whole lot because of the money. Um, But sometimes it can get a little irritating when, all you hear is I'm rich or, you know, like people are only trying to be your friend because of what you have. Um, but I'm really big on knowing Mm. who was there before. Mm -hmm. Um, I keep my family very close to the point where if I'm buying a pair of shoes, I'm like, I should probably buy them a pair of shoes too. (laughs) (laughs) You know? So anytime I go to like Neiman's, I come back with a pair of shoes for me and then somebody else in the family, you know, that type of thing. But I'm really big on, on that. Um, definitely a huge spoiler because I also believe in spending money on experiences, not things. Mm -hmm. So, you know, getting a shirt or shoes, like they're all great, but at some point, like I have three pairs of Dior's and I I'm like known for scuffing them because they all have little scuff marks, you know, and they were all like thousand dollar shoes. Um, But imagine if I put that thousand dollars into like, for example, we went to Atlanta um, for a family reunion and we went to Six Flags over Georgia Or is it Six Flags? I think it's Six Flags. Over. I'm going to just say Six Flags. So we went to Six Flags and um, I spent like, I think it was $2,000 on flash passes for the whole family. And it still sounds like a crazy number to me, but it's like we at least got to enjoy every ride because we knew we were a big group and nobody wanted to pay. And I was like, you know, I'm in a blessed position. You know, in a couple of years, we're gonna remember how we we're all a family. Six Flags. You know, we're
2: gonna so you know, be tripping over the 2,000.
3: Yeah. So it's I just believe that if you are gonna spend money, spend it on something you really feel is worth it, not something you're using to impress other people. Because that's, for the most part, society and social media now is spending a lot of money they don't have to impress people that don't really care. They'll see it for like five seconds and they'll be like oh yeah that's so nice you look so clean bro and then they remember that they have priorities and problems and issues that they Mm -hmm. have to deal with so they go focus on that and you're so busy wondering who's seeing me like i told my brother for um his first day of school he was like what should i wear and i was like wear the most basic outfit because on the first day everyone's busy worried about are you looking at them that they're yeah. not going to be looking at you. Mm-hmm. So I said, for the first week, just do whatever. And then second week, pop out with your best fits, and everyone's going to notice, because they've run out of their mm-hmm. best fits within that best or that, that first, first week.
2: week. Yep. That's,
3: really yeah. no, that's
2: really
1: happy. That's really happy
2: when school, when you would be like, damn. Now, day three, like, man, i have to put some more pieces together to <laughs> this shit out. Stressed <laughs> out.
1: No, nah, for real,
2: for real. But something that I, I really like that you said, that, or something that, I, that you figured out at an early age is you're not attaching money to your time, then you know, I try some time to money. And that's mm-hmm. a huge thing when people realize that. Cause I know it took me a while to learn that. Cause I used to think, Oh, I've worked X amount of hours. I get X this kind of paycheck, but you really shouldn't think like that. You could just think if I could do this, and I could make money. I could still be at the crib, sitting my ass on the couch or doing whatever I want to do, being comfortable at a movie theater. I still know how to make money from wherever I'm at and it's not going to be attached to my time. I can make this amount in 15, 20 minutes if I just do this right now and you figure that out early. So I definitely want to salute you on that. No, of that's, course. That's, yeah. It always
3: like makes me a little bit upset because um, I saw the. Oh, my friend. This made me so mad the other day. So I was, I saw my friend at school and she was telling me about how she was working for an apartment complex and she was like, Oh, Kelly, last week, I worked 109 hours. And I was like, 109 hours? And she was... <laughs> so I was looking at his face. He did not like that. But um, she worked 109 hours. And I was like, okay, well, how much do they pay you? She was like, um, well, they pay me nine an hour. First of all, I was thinking, ain't this a little bit illegal? Yeah. Because Because... Um, I thought we were supposed to have a forty-hour work week as a full-time week, but maybe I'm incorrect. <laughs> she worked it nine hours a week, but um, she, she said she did that for nine hour or nine dollars an hour, one hundred nine hours. She was like, you know, my paycheck was pretty good, and I went to go like do, did the math, and it was under a thousand dollars. And then you got to remember they're going to take out money for taxes, mm-hmm. so you worked hundred nine hours and you didn't even make a thousand dollars, and that made me really upset because I was like, there's no way. You know, sometimes I think of it, how is it so easy for me? Now, of course, I don't discredit myself and, like, how much I've worked. But it's how is it so easy for me? And there are people who have the work ethic but just don't have the opportunity. They don't know stuff like this exists. Yeah, so, you know, that's just so crazy to me. And and people really do attach that, you know. There was another guy who posted on Snap the other day, would you work 60 hours for $1,500? And I was like,
0: no. (laughs) You know,
3: but that's also because I've been blessed enough to – of So I always try to tell people, you can trade to make that money or just to make another source of income, you know, and, and it'll help. But, you know, of course, as we've grown up, all people know is job. And then when it comes to investing, it's like, it's, it's real scary because they don't want to lose their money. They just want to know it's guaranteed, which is why they have their jobs. There's nothing wrong with having a job. I always tell people, if you do have a job, use that money to... Sp- fund another source of income or fund your trading account that way you know if you do lose money in the markets or somewhere else you'll make it back
1: from yep. your job you but know even yeah. a job isn't guaranteed you can get fired tomorrow who yeah. says stream of income completely so it ain't, It's well, how about how you think about it
2: but it, it ain't nothing wrong with it though because i when i don't i don't like on people and this this one i be really knowing like you can't be a real boss if you sitting on people nine to fives. because if you're a real boss that means you got people that work for you mm-hmm. and why would you downplay people that work for you knowing they got a nine to five. So it's like, you gotta, everybody got a role. Everybody can't, ain't gonna be the chief. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, and that's fine. So you can be content, you know what I'm saying? As long as you, you know what I'm saying? Do what you need to do and you love, it's people that love their job. Mm -hmm. So why would you chill on them? There ain't nothing wrong with that. So that's how I see it.
3: And most of the time, if you really think about it, I think sometimes this is one mistake I would say that I made early on and someone pointed out to me, so I had to fix it. And then because someone pointed that out to me, I started noticing in other people was um once people get that ceo title or i'm i own a business type of title they feel really entitled and they feel really big bold and i'm the boss and so they start to treat people like you are literally below them but what you don't realize is the people that are working for you are they're the ones that are keeping your business running Mm -hmm. you know so if they all quit what are you gonna do nothing you know so really you serve the people that work for you and you Mm kind of have to make sure that they're happy and that they're content and I don't think people really think about that because when you first start, you love the title and it almost gets to your head. Really? Like, there's a song and it's like, it's big CEO, is you stupid? And it's like, oh, that's, that's so great, you know?
0: Mm. But
3: that really doesn't mean anything because, you know, the people under you are, are who is growing. Like, yeah. for example, if every Apple employee quit their job right now. Like, the CEO really just gets the the title and the glory. Like, Tim Cook gets, Tim Cook gets all the, you know, glory and... You know, praise for Apple. Like I saw, I was watching CNBC yesterday and they said Apple stock is up over a thousand percent since Tim Cook became CEO. But you have to think who are all the employees that are making those transactions possible and who are all the people that are building the phones and all the Mm -hmm. engineers and all that. And those are the people that you have to make sure are happy because if they're not happy and they're not satisfied working for you because you're not serving them properly. They're gonna
2: leave. You a servant. You a servant mm-hmm. you to your employees. You a servant to your customers. That's just business. If you are a real business. but that's and um, yeah, I'm gonna uh, get ready to wrap up. This was dope, man. This is this is. I'm glad. <laughs> I'm glad you was able to come through and do this. Like we really appreciate you taking time out your schedule to come course, rock no, with no. us, come on the show and give us some game. But before we let you go, I want you to plug all your stuff where people can find you, follow you. They okay. want to join the group, everything.
3: So every one of my social medias is at Kelly O G. So K E. L-L-Y-O-H-G-E. We just sang the alphabet, basically. But um, that's all my social media, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, YouTube. And if you want to join my group, the greatest trading group on this planet, I promise you won't regret it. It is CashCapitalInvest.com. Our social media handles are at investwithcash. So at I-N-V-E-S-T-W-I-T-C. Whoa. (laughs) (laughs) T-H-C-A-S-H. excuse the typo but um <laughs> <You> <laughs> yeah good. so you you that is where you can find me and all my info feel free to reach out to me i answer pretty much every single dm i look at all my dms for the most part um and if you don't get a response from me that's really weird because i respond to everything like my request will say 99 and by the end of the week it'll say like three so and those are probably bots what's up? so yeah
2: what's up man uh Deanna, what's your info where
1: people can find you follow you? And you can find me on Instagram at Deanna Kent, Twitter Deanna S. Kent, and you can find me on YouTube at Lessons in Life and Luxury. And if you haven't already, make sure you guys go cop the um, Xavier's this, Crypto Guide.
2: This, I almost forgot. This episode is also <laughs> officially sponsored by my official Crypto Guide. That's right. I'm going over everything I've learned in crypto these past four years when I started investing in 2017. I go over coins you should invest in long term. This is a long term play. This is not no quick overnight play. It's a long term play. If you're willing to sit and invest and wait, you're going to be all right. I'll name some coins. I'll talk about paying taxes, uh, platforms, like everything you need to know and get involved in crypto. Talk about the money I made and all that good stuff. You go to www.godnumber2crypto.com to get that today. What's up?
1: And one more thing, you guys—if you guys are still tuned in and listening—we have a very special announcement coming within the next few days. So, guys, make sure you turn on your notifications for Millionaire Mindsets and be on the lookout.
2: Yeah, you're right about that. I forgot. <laughs> I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. I mean, shit. We we might as well say it. Hey, drop so, all right. So, so, September 17th, uh, we doing an in live podcast in Dallas with the great Aisha Seldon with the real estate legend like the cold, cold super cold in real estate it'll be september 17th more details live coming out it's audience. gonna be a live studio audience you're gonna limit it to um it would be 30 it will be 30 seats so we'll have 30 tickets y'all gonna have to get that fast we also gonna do virtual tickets so if you want to watch virtually you could do that as well like i said that's uh september 17th the link the will great. be out soon with the great Aisha Seldon, so make sure y'all tap in for that but that's all we got for y'all y'all can find me on instagram twitter everywhere at xavier c miller um follow the podcast all that good stuff that's all we got for y'all see you guys next episode peace you gotta get your brain right if you're trying to make a million dollars if you ain't gonna do it for yourself then do it for your mama only stay surrounded by them people if you know they solid elevate your hustle up today to double up your profit trying to learn some game xavier gonna talk about it No, Deanna, speak that sh** that everybody voucher. Ain't no more excuses, valid. Get up off the couch and get up in your bag. To your bank account, need an accountant.